you for tuning in to episode 12 of the Busy Fit Podcast. If you missed episode 11, we had Alyssa Honigford on for a really interesting episode, kind of diving into why different medications are the preferred method for weight loss for certain individuals and why they are so commonly marketed today. Today, we have an exciting podcast for you going over third-party testing supplements and how they make an impact on your health, nutrition, and what you take in dietarily throughout the day. Uh, with our registered dietitian and success coach, Emily Cayley. Emily, thank you for joining us today. Awesome to be here, Justin. So this is an interesting subject. And actually, it's funny that we're talking about this today because I was just talking with one of our new clients yesterday, and they asked about a supplement that a previous coach had suggested for them. And basically, the supplement was one that, you know, that coach specifically had under their name, and they had it kind of branded with all of their information on it. Uh, And so I had him send me the information and basically got it and realized it was not third-party tested. And uh, to be honest, we couldn't figure out exactly where it was even produced. So it's definitely a common thing in this space. Uh, So we'll dive into it with our first question here for Emily. Uh, How do third-party testing programs enhance the credibility and safety of dietary supplements? That's always something that I always look at first. So I've worked with a number of different professional teams and organizations. Um, Every single organization, when we're talking about like professional versus collegiate versus private sector, they all have different needs as far as third-party testing. So for example, in professional baseball, MLB, they have to have all their supplements be NSF certified. So it was really easy to be like, okay, this supplement is not NSF. We cannot have it here. It's not safe for our athletes. In collegiate, they're more flexible. It just has to be third-party tested. So when we're talking about what differentiates it, 100%, it's all about the safety of taking it. When we are looking at supplements, we're looking at it being third-party tested to make sure that there's no banned substances in the supplement that could harm the athlete and also cause a positive test on taking like a drug test, like a urine test or a blood sample test that is ultimately going to put them on the bench or with our members or clients going to cause some not so fun things in their body. What it's also going to do when it's third-party tested is it's going to tell us that on the ingredient list and on the nutrition facts label or the supplement facts label, what they say is in that product is actually in the product. When it's not third-party tested, we can say, yeah, they're saying that there's this in the product, but since it's not third-party tested and it's not checked, they could be totally making this stuff up. So you could just be paying a ton of money for no reason. So it's really differentiating a safe and reliable product versus whatever they're saying is in it. So that's the first thing that we looked at for safety. Why should someone who's not an athlete or not someone that's in a competitive setting care? Like what are some of the implications of them taking something that's not third-party tested and what could possibly come out of that? Banned substances. So substances that could harm that person um, is something that they should 100% be careful with. And like I had mentioned that they are actually getting 
the benefits of what the supplement is saying that it's doing. Um, so it doesn't matter if, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete or a weekend warrior, if you're taking a supplement, you want to know that it's actually doing what it's saying it's doing. Can you explain the significance of certifications like USP, NSF, or consumerlab.com and ensuring that quality and what some of those common differences are between those entities? Yeah. So those entities, those companies, they're actually paying the money to have every single supplement that that the consumer is going to purchase go through third-party testing. So they are actually putting in a good amount of money to have those things be tested um, versus supplement companies just producing um, items and just putting them out on the shelf. So they're actually investing in your investment. I think that's something that people get a little bit confused with when they hear something's been third-party tested. They think of it as like, okay, someone's just like, you know, testing it for themselves, but it's something they're actually sending out batches to get tested, right? Every single item that has the third party on it means that that every single item has been tested. So if you see on like someone's website, and we could talk about like what to look out for, but if you see on someone's website that this product is um, third party tested and then you actually get the item and there's no label, there's no NSF label or informed choice label, that item is not in fact third party tested. So that's how they can get like around that. I've even seen that at like common stores where you go to buy supplements, like they'll have them all shelved. They look 99.9% all the same. And there's one that's in the same row as the rest and it just doesn't have that actual label on it. So it can get mixed in really easily. Yeah, these companies also will get you when they say they have products that are NSF or sorry, third-party tested. So like the company will say we're third-party tested, but there's going to be items that are third-party tested and aren't. So if a company says, yes, we have products that are third-party tested, you have to look at each specific product. Because just that they have a few third-party tested supplements doesn't mean that all of their supplements are third-party tested. They have to pick and choose which ones are. So I think there's very limited companies that every single one of their products are third-party tested. What are some common pitfalls or loopholes in supplement regulation that consumers should be aware of? Yeah, this this is a great question. And, and this... This is why I think we'll always have a job because there's so many loopholes um, in the supplement industry. So they can say they can make up a label. So say they can say safe supplement or they can make up their own label that says third party tested or just the word tested. So on the actual item, it could say uh, a label that is not informed choice or not NSF. There's also with that the labels change. So the labels get updated. So for NSF, for sport, it's been updated. So those old labels were like orange and it didn't say for sport. And now it's NSF for sport and it's blue. So now these companies have to keep up with the new labels as well. So it might have an old label, but that's that's outdated. You need to look for the new label. So these companies could be using old labels, bad terms, but it looks good to the consumer and it's shiny and it's it looks safe, but it's actually not. Could you share some examples of supplements or ingredients that have been flagged for contamination or mislabeling? 
the laundry list of supplements that have gone out there that are not third-party tested is, I mean, we could be here all day, all year. But something to look out for is proprietary blends. So in a proprietary blend, these supplement companies can say, we have all these things in the proprietary blend, and there's three grams of this proprietary blend giving you all these different ingredients, but they're not breaking down each ingredient. So if you're looking in a proprietary blend and you're mostly interested in iron and it has iron and all these other ingredients, it could have just the littlest bit of iron and they could say that that's in the proprietary blend, but you're looking for something that has good iron in it. So there's these things that these supplement companies can do with their proprietary blends. So one of the red flags that I look for is, are they saying the amounts of ingredients in these proprietary blends that they have? Um, If they don't, they're hiding something. And that's something to look out for. So we're talking, we've talked about supplements, things that you see in a supplement shop, right? Uh, But obviously common grocery stores sell supplements as well. And it's not just supplements themselves, what you think of as supplements, but what are some things that you may or may be common to a consumer that are considered supplements and not regulated the same way as those food items they may think they're buying? This is a great question. And this is something that comes up a lot when I get to the, what supplements are you taking? And they're like, oh, I'm not taking anything. Okay. So do you have Kodiak cakes? Do you have oatmeal with added protein? Are you taking any protein bars or eating any protein bars? Anything that says added protein, if you look at the nutrition facts label and the ingredients, it's going to say whey protein or whey protein isolate. That is a supplement in that food source. So that whey protein in the ingredient in that protein plus oatmeal, that has to be third-party tested as well. If you think about it, if the whey protein has to be third-party tested, so does it in the ingredients in the oatmeal. So those are those like tricky things that I have a lot of clients going, it's just oatmeal. It's just pancake mix. It's just a ready-to-eat or ready-to-drink protein shake. But those are just as important. They could have banned substances in them. They need to be third-party tested. Also, energy drinks. People don't think about energy drinks. The only third-party tested energy drink the, the the few that I can think of right now is C4, ready to drink. It's like in that yellow can. It's at like all the airports and Red Bull. The other ones, not right now. So like Celsius is not. So they could say that there's these this milligram of caffeine or these B vitamins or whatever is in them, but we don't know. Also, you have to think about where the supplement is being made in the manufacturing. So when a supplement is going to be tested, third-party tested, the company actually goes to the manufacturer and makes sure that there's no banned substances in the air. They're not producing anything else in the manufacturing place that could have banned substances flying around going into the supplements as well. I mean, they take precaution after precaution. It costs a lot of money to get third-party tested, for good reason. So yes, supplements, we think of like multivitamins and like fish oil and vitamin D and like vitamins and, and all that fun stuff, whey protein. But yes, it's in our grocery stores as well in these foods, in Walmart, in our foods. So you really have to look out for, I would say it's saying like added protein or added 
um, iron or added this, look at the ingredient like list and it should be third-party tested. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Busy Fit Podcast and stay tuned for future episodes. Thank you.